0: What's up, guys? Jeff Cavaliere, ATHLEANX.com. So, today we're going to talk about the bench press, and we're going to talk again about how to increase the bench press by, guess what? Not actually doing the bench press, or not just doing the standard, traditional bench press. You see, a while back, actually a year ago, Casey Mitchell, that one-legged monster, came into this gym and shared with me something very interesting, something that we know about here at ATHLEANX for quite some time, and that is that his biggest gains on the bench press came from. Not necessarily doing bench press, but by doing accessory movements that would help him to perform the bench press better. And as a matter of fact, he shared at that time, as you can see in this video, that he performed these accessory movements more often in a given training block than he did the bench press itself. And there's good reason why these work, because they allow us to work through our weak points to get better at the overall standard performance of the lift. Now, we had Casey come back again, and this time I put a video out just a couple weeks ago about some main points and some main tips that you could apply to the bench press. However, he brought back again some additional accessory movements, and I wanted to cover those with you because I think sharing these and why we do these and why Casey did them as well is going to help you in your lifts. All right? So, let's go through those one by one. All right. First up, guys, is actually a bench press, but with a variation. and That is the pause bench. We've talked a lot about the benefits of pause squats. In this case, the pause bench is also providing its own. Namely, any time you have to overcome a non-moving object, or overcome the force of inertia to get that object moving again, it's going to require a lot of strength to perform it. And that's one of the main benefits you're going to see Casey talk about here. But in addition to that, guys, we're also talking about – going back to that video I mentioned – the importance of leg drive. And When you have that weight sitting on your chest, waiting to be lifted off. You'll find that if you struggle with leg drive, you're going to instantly see how easy it is to recruit everything in your body to get that weight off of you if you incorporate pause bench. But Now, I want to show you how Casey does it, and I also want him to be able to share with you some of the finer points that he's thinking about as he performs it. So,
1: pausing, everything's the same, you guys. Everything's the same. You get yourself set up just the same. You're set up. One, two, three, and then you come down. And then it's up to you on like how long you want to hold the weight. I mean, some guys do three second pauses, some guys do five, some guys do seven. Um, Honestly, after seven, I feel like, you know, you've kind of built that momentum. So then the one thing I was telling Jeff earlier that I've realized is like when I was doing bench, you know, pauses like this, I realized that what happens is my brain is like, okay, like right now, this weight's just sitting here for a long period of time. And it's obviously fatiguing my chest, fatiguing my tri- um, triceps. And so, to get it to move the way I'm wanting it to move, as you can see, the leg drive yeah. is starting to move me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna engage my, I'm gonna engage this leg drive really, really hard. So, just like that. Do it again. Five, four, three, two, one. Just like that. And again, you can see that the legs are really coming into play, like even more so than when I was just teaching leg drives, just because I feel like that weight just sitting on me yeah. and the muscles
0: are just getting tired, so the legs aren't getting fatigued sitting there. And, and when it comes to we, – we know that acceleration of the bar is going to be a great tool for incorporating and recruiting more muscle fibers to an activity. Absolutely. So the thing about that is that when you're in that pause, you're going to have to recruit a lot of power and force to be able to get out of that hole. But you're not necessarily taking advantage of a stretch reflex, right? Right, which is yeah. going to give us that opportunity to do that and accelerate the bar. This is actually done from that dead stop. So because of the fact mm-hmm. that it's more of a almost a uh, a reaction to to that intimidation of the bar resting right. on your Absolutely. chest to get it off, it almost does it That's, automatically.
1: It, it's the intimidation that weight sitting on right, you. Right.
0: All right, the second exercise for your bench press is going to be the dumbbell floor press. Now it should look similar to some of the Casey and I covered in that previous video, which you can see here was. The barbell version of the floor press. and It does provide us with an opportunity to work that lockout portion of the bench press to help with a weak point if triceps are impeding you from getting to a, a good, full, strong bench press. But I'll tell you this. It has some additional benefits when we employ the dumbbells here. Number one, it's a little bit easier to perform in a gym. The setup here is gonna be much easier to grab some dumbbells and get in position than it would be, than to say, necessarily do it in a rack like Casey was doing. Beyond that, though, we have a couple other things. We know that the adduction benefits. Of the dumbbell bench press is always going to be higher than it is with the barbell. The barbell is going to require a fixed hand placement on a single bar, whereas the dumbbells allow us to approach more adduction, more activation of the chest as we bring those dumbbells up to the top. Additionally, we have a good safety net. Whether we're using a barbell or a dumbbell, the safety net provided to us of the floor to decrease the risk of any kind of AC joint uh, injury that we could get from a bench press that goes too low or uncontrolled. And then finally, of course, we do need to know how to get these dumbbells into position. And that's something that Casey wanted to show. Again, the ease of actually doing this, uh, something Jesse struggles with mightily, uh, as, as we'll see. And then, of course, he's gonna tell you how the benefit of getting those elbows into the right position, because the floor press basically demands that to make sure that the elbows are, are, are supporting the wrist. So I wanna share those two tips with you here so you can see and hear again how he feels or how he thinks about this as he performs it. So let's show them well, how you do it though, because yeah. it is, some people don't know how to even get in. Right, so basically. Like, like, Je- like Jesse. <laughs> Jesse? Hey,
1: come on now. I asked Jesse to get these weights for me, but he just <laughs> couldn't do it for me. So, uh, right, so, so, show, so, uh, so basically, setup. I get the dumbbells, I, I put them right here by my quads, yeah. set them up, and basically, I'll just grab one, set it here, right up high on my hip, grab the other one, set it up high on my hip. Then all I do like, is I just kind of get myself ready, I get myself tight. Because you know, basically, once I go back, I'm 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 there. I'm like in position. So, so I get my lats real nice and tight. I just kind of roll back with it, and I twist and set up. It's, see, a very it's very yeah, simple. Right it moves right down. into motion once you're set up. And then once you're here, just press up, just like a bench press, and then down. And right here, basically, where you want to get, if you watch, it's just right when the tri- the cut. Kind of your kind of your triceps hit up. Uh, triceps. Oh.
0: I find that the floor press barbell yeah. or dumbbell, it like grooves it grooves the proper positioning yeah, absolutely because your, like your, you, yeah. your elbows stay tucked way more naturally than it does absolutely. any other way. Yep. Just to support the weights. That's awesome.
1: So and uh, let me tell you it's a lot harder than
0: the barbell. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So so, so the loads on here comparatively you're you're you li- A lot a lighter. Lot lighter. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. You know, I can do 300 plus. On the uh, you know floor press barbell here, you know I can maybe get up to about 120, 130 each arm, so
0: yeah. you know yeah. significantly yeah. lower. And again, it's the whole control and right. everything like that as well. And our third and final accessory lift here for the bench press is the incline static dumbbell press. Now this is something that Casey actually showed me and introduced to me, and you can see we actually did it here together. Synchronized, inclined dumbbell, static presses. Right? It's a new sport in the Olympics, uh, but I'll lose if they judge based on the amount of weight lifted if I have to compete against Casey all the time. The fact is, though, here's what it does provide – and you're going to hear him and, and watch him perform it – strength isn't just necessarily about having more concentric strength. Having eccentric control of a weight and increasing your ability to control a weight eccentrically is an important part of overall strength development. Isometric strength and being able to control a weight isometrically is another part of building the overall strength profile. This exercise actually combines elements of isometric strength and concentric strength and also demands the performance of your concentric strength in an, in a fatigue state. So I want you to see how it plays out in action here and again listen to Casey as he describes how it feels and what his mind is thinking as he's going through this.
1: So I started incorporating these um, as like a heavy lifts that I do and accessories that I do. And I feel like it just helped out quite a bit. Yep. Um, it's very hard to do um, and, it t- and, and like, again, the strength is, uh, you'll see what I'm talking about right here when I do them. So, they got hundreds here, right? We got hundreds. Let's right. see how they go. And Jesse, got these for you again? All right, here we go. So what I do is I like to go up for one and then what I do is I come right here and I hold one here where the chest is still engaged. It's not here, guys. It's not here. It's just here. And then this one, I'm moving. And then come down, hold.
0: Which is crazy, guys. You know how difficult this is. So, so, and then I come down. Yeah, the pecs are constantly being challenged here, even in that bottom position. I mean, you could you could have paused at the top if you pause at the top, you literally, it's not even the same. It's not even the same. The muscle's not engaged. Not, not, not
1: like it is, not at, like it is when I'm holding it right there. Right. And so when I first did that with Honey, that was like obviously one of the things that I did. I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to hold it here. Right. And then when he had me bring it down, I was squeezing it. Because to, to when you're here, to hold this weight here, you've got to squeeze that, right. that pec. Yeah. you got to. Yeah. So it's engaged. Now, if it's here, I don't have, like my shoulder. All this will right. work it out. And there's nothing. There's nothing. We talk like about my, my... that a lot
0: of times. where the gravity is basically acting straight through that. Absolutely. Like that arm. And then the same
1: here. This isn't engaged. The chest is right. no longer. Any. Now, if I'm here holding the weight, you can see the chest actually get engaged.
0: Right. So it's challenging. So it's interesting too that you know, look, everybody wants to these days like pick a school and stick with one school of thought. So if you're a powerlifter, like bodybuilding is is, mm-hmm. is is not something you can dip into. But like, right. I, I I've never been that type. I, especially when, you, when you're training an athlete, you need to have a lot of different tools. Right. But I mean, it's interesting that you're you're of that same mindset. Yeah. Like you could you could take from different areas and things that you know are going to work. Yeah. And for you, this has helped you. I mean, especially even with control, I'm sure this carries over to that pause bench as well. Absolutely.
1: Right. I mean, there's a lot of control in that right there. If yeah. you didn't notice, you know, and and that carries over a period. Anytime you can build some control, it's going to carry over into yeah. you know the bench press. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, there you have it, guys. There are three accessory lifts here to increase your main lift, your bench press. And Remember the importance of accessory lifts in that pursuit of a bigger bench can never be understated. If you want to increase the weight that you're lifting on your bench press, you're going to have to, at some point, start to address the other lifts that help you to not just work on those weak points, but to realize the true strength you have by working through the bench press into its components. Breaking it down into individual lifts that target better portions of that lift individually to allow you to thrive at every single point in that lift. That is what an accessory lift will do for you. If you're looking for programs where we never overlook the value of those accessory lifts as they relate to the bigger picture, and when it comes to building strength, realizing that we want to build true strength from the ground up throughout our entire body, so that when we get into those bigger lifts we are strong, confident, and not going to break down. You can find them all in our Athletics programs. If you found the video helpful, make sure you leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let us know what else you want me to cover. I'll do my best to do that for you, and if you haven't already done so, guys, please click subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss a video when we put one out. All right, guys. See you soon.